live from the historic River Market District in Kansas City, Missouri, from the banks of the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River. It's Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast, coming straight from your ear holes. Yes, sirree. In three, two, one. Okay. All right, here Good we afternoon, are. evening, morning, noon, night, whatever time of day it is where you are. We're doing a little special place here. We're at a lake house, at a uh, shelter house at Longview Lake. What is 14? I can't remember which one. 14, maybe 17. Could be 17? Yeah. Okay. It could, so. Actually, I think it was 9. Oh, that's right, because we turned around and came right back. And No, it was 14. Anyway, I'll, I can go look when, when we get a break or something. But yeah, we got a little pop-up shower out here. It's raining a little. You can probably hear it in the background. We got a nice little ambiance here with all the concrete services. Uh, we're going to start up, a, or try to start up a little fire here in the fire pit. In a what bit. was Mr. Creepy doing out there in the woods? Uh, he said he, it was something to do with a snake. Um, I'm, I'm just hoping that he's not going to hurt any little animals. I hope not either. Hang yeah. on. Is that him over there? Does he have that clown hat on? How the fuck well, he, is he, he did. Doing? He did have a clown hat with him earlier. Is that is that him or is he? Did he leave it on a branch or? I can't tell. Mister Creepy, is that you? Fuck you guys. Oh. Oh, uh, that's him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I was gonna say we watch and see if it moves, but that's him. You guys are a couple of dildos. Hmm. Okay. I, right. Well, since considering how he really likes dildos, that yeah. that's a compliment. I yeah, think. Yeah, quit eye fucking us. <laughs> <laughs> so we are two douchebags in a microphone. You I, are. I'm Christopher. I am Mark, and like I said, we're at Shelter House uh, fourteen nine eight seven whatever something like that. Something like yeah. So yeah. We're, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, Christopher will look here in probably about 20 minutes. And I'll use the GPS on my phone to figure out where we are, get, yeah. get the train yeah. map. But yeah, we're uh, we're fairly close to the to the to the lake. You can kind of smell the the water and the wildlife. <coughs> yeah, and the and the allergies are getting me because it's raining. Jeez. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, uh, anyhow, well, a big event happened this morning. We knew it was going to happen because. Yeah. Uh, um, it, you know, because Lenny Dawson is who we're getting ready to talk about. He was put on hospice a few days back, yeah. so we knew it was coming, and he passed away this morning. Yeah. And uh, anyhow, Lenny the Cool was his nickname. I love that nickname. And he was. <laughs> he was cool. He was just a cool <laughs> son of a bitch. That guy was just, he was so, um, he's a man's man, Yeah. but he was a suave football player man's there man. You he go. was a quarterback, big guy, rugged, good-looking guy. Right now in my mind, I'm hearing Frank Booth from the movie Blue Velvet saying, you're just so fucking suave, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Velvet's well, a pretty brutal movie. You know, watch it with caution. <laughs> uh, anybody that is not familiar, because literally we have people all over the country and the world listening to us, because we, have, we are privy to the analytics. And we have uh, we have a lot of listeners in Denver, believe it or not. Yeah, I'm really Thank digging you, Denver. that. I yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, 
Um, we're going to kick your ass during football season. Always, always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, they got Russell Wilson, so that is kind of yeah. fucking scary now. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you guys trying again. Yeah. But, hey, don't step on our dicks. Yep. So, anyhow. Uh, anyhow, you people out there in Denver, thank you. Thank you much. Yeah, I love Denver. Great city. I mean, it, it, yep. so many beer places, craft breweries, mm-hmm. and all that. But um, Lenny the Cool is responsible for the coolest football picture I've ever seen in my yeah, life. I know which one you're and, talking about. Yes, and I encourage anybody, like I preluded to, about people all over listening to us, which they are. Our numbers are really fantastic, and thank you guys. Yeah, this thing has picked the, up a lot of steam. Appreciate everyone downloading and telling yeah. people, and it's pretty cool. And, and we're getting better. You notice, like uh, last uh, episode, I put in a little skit. Well, that's not that's not nearly as funny or as crafty or as good as we could get. That was just a little feeler. That was just a little tap on the nuts for everybody, you know, the <laughs> Ashen Victors. But some of this real shit is coming up, and uh, we have some really cool shit that we're going to do, really cool stuff that's going to come up, and we encourage you to keep listening. Tell your friends. And like um, like two fuck nuts in a recorder, you yeah. know, like they recorded that promo for us, grab your friend's phone. Download it on there. Go to your church. Grab their grab their laptop. Download it everywhere. Go to work. Your university. Yeah, anywhere. Just computer system. You see a kid with one of those little phones. Grab it. Hit him in the face and fucking download it. Our show. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. (laughs) Hey, by now there's already five disclaimers. But anyhow, allegedly. So. That's um, the magic word that makes everything go away. Yes. So, anyhow, the coolest picture ever is a picture of Lenny Dawson sitting in a chair on the sideline, looking at game film, smoking a cigarette, and drinking a fresca out of a bottle. That is pretty damn cool. And I encourage you all to look it up. He is. It's just the epitome of fucking cool. Yep. It's like, dude... Yeah, it's like that dude's over there smoking a fresca or drinking a fresca, smoking a, a cigarette, and like fucking thirty fucking chicks are like slobbering over him. It was fucking awesome, man. The dude was just—he was just, uh, um, by all accounts, a nice person. Yeah, a good guy. Yeah. I mean, we've had good luck with quarterbacks. We really have. Um, I heard various things about Joe Montana. His couple of years here Mm -hmm. um but by that time he was such a superstar you know who could blame him yeah he was he was more of a leave me alone kind of guy yeah whereas lenny just he embraced this town wholeheartedly yes he came up from the texans and he really wasn't established yet yeah he'd been around a couple of years i believe he played for was it pittsburgh or cleveland um which were part of the NFL, and, and at the time there was the NFL and the AFL. Yeah, they yeah, he was part of the NFL, and then he went to yeah. the AFL. Yeah. Um, and when they became the Chiefs from the Dallas Texans. Yeah. The Texans are in business again, not the same franchise, but no. the name is down there in Houston. Yeah, and they asked permission of Lamar Hunt before they reused the name Texans. I don't think yes. they had to, but. They, as, they as, did it as, out of respect. Out of respect. Yeah, so, you which know. Which really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Um, uh, anyhow, you know, he came up here, he embraced the town. As a matter of fact, people that are not from here probably don't know this but he was the um the um sports anchor and also the sports director of kmbc channel nine yeah it's the abc affiliate 30 yeah for 30 some years 
Yeah, long time. And but he, he was, was still playing when he's he started his his career at, at Channel Nine. Yeah, and he was also the groundbreaking inside the NFL. Yeah, that I was loved my that show favorite when it started lineup back was the with fifth, him in the what mid eighties. Yes. With Lenny and Nick Monacani. Yes. Oh, I, I loved used to those love two. listening to those guys yeah. because they were so knowledgeable and entertaining. That was it was on HBO at the time. Yes. And is and that, that where was it started? Or I believe it started in H- with HBO. Yeah. HBO before they started doing shows like the. Um, let's see. With uh, let's see. HBO did Sex in the City, right? And, uh, they did all sorts of stuff that had nothing to do with being home box office. So, yeah. yeah well, I mean, they were groundbreaking <laughs> on their um, on their shows. Yeah, they really were. Um, uh, they put so much money into it. They put so much effort, so much, uh, um, uh, just everything. I mean, they're. Uh, I think. I think. What didn't HBO acquire Cinemax? Because um, it was always packaged together, HBO and Cinemax. Anyway, well, HBO acquired somebody. They were at least affiliated channel. somehow. Yeah, and that, at that point, they they shifted their movies primarily to the other channel, and HBO was free to do uh, original programming, sports like tennis. Yeah. They they were big into tennis. Yeah, and they used to do stuff. Wasn't it like the Red Shoe Diaries or something? Yeah, it was kind of risque, and yeah. they kind of did like. The real the stuff with like the different forms of writing and schools yeah. of thought. They used to do real sex. Remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, then they, they, they did they do Breaking really... Bad, The Sopranos. Uh, God, they were really groundbreaking on everything, and this was no different. <clears throat> they were. They had one really disastrous series that I'm that? sure they'd love to forget about. It was called First and Ten. It was Delta Burke. Oh yeah, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gene oh, Simmons' wife, Shannon Tweed. Shannon Tweed. You know what? It's such a horrible. You will never find that horrible show. Just the worst show. <laughs> bad writing, bad acting, terrible direction, no continuity from OJ, show to show. O.J. was just so a unbelievable. O.J. was a pretty good actor. I, I, I thought, especially in comedic roles, like, uh, what was he in? Was it Airplane or... or um, was it... Uh, no. Um, the Naked Gun? The Naked Gun. Yeah, yeah, it was Leslie Nielsen. It wasn't Airplane, but police it was Naked Squad. Gun. Yeah, Police Squad. Yeah. He really did the 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 surprise. Oh, who, me? He was, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. Nordberg. Nordberg, the yeah. The guy with the Icelandic name. Yes. <laughs> but and, I did like him in the uh, dramatic role in uh, Capricorn 1. One. That was that was one where they uh, they faked a manned mission to Mars. Oh yeah 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 he was good. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is is uh, O.J. Simpson was good in all these other things, but on that one he was very unbelievable. The writing was horrible. Yeah yeah. yeah. Yep. I yeah. Have, I uh, I don't know if I should be proud or ashamed to say this, but I have the complete box set on DVD. Oh my God! <laughs> Call HBO. They'll pay you a hundred thousand for that tomorrow, yeah. just to get it to go away. Uh, Put it on the net and then hijack them, ransom. As I recall, let's see. Early on, it was on HBO, and it was just there was gratuitous uh, boobs on every episode. Was Delta I mean, Burke's uh, fucking knockers? No, okay. no, never heard. It was just some random was like cheerleader really bimbo. And, I thought yeah. she was really against that one. She kind of surprises me that something like that. Yeah, 
and get this, the premise of the show was she was married to the guy who owned the team, but when it was discovered he was gay, he was drummed out of the league in shame and disgrace and forced to sell the team to his wife who immediately divorced him, and now she owns the team. And there's like one episode where it shows him scheming to, to get the team back, and then you just never see him again. And I think that the only reason they showed that scene was to show him in bed with another man. That was mm. HBO trying to be they edgy. They were being groundbreaking. And, yeah. Well, inside the so, NFL, I mean, that's the whole the kind point of show I was, was. it was just crap from beginning to end. Inside the NFL was groundbreaking because yeah. it was actually players that knew what they were talking about, mm-hmm. analyzing all the games. Yeah, current players. Current you know, players, yeah. Players who were, you know, on their bye week or or something like that, or players who were on injured reserve, you know, who mm-hmm. could spare the time, etc. Yeah. They, they had uh, assistant coaches on. Um, yeah, it was amazing. The the depth they went into and the, the highlights were just amazing. Always. Yeah. Uh, they went into every single game. Every single game. Yeah. It was nice. And another thing is, is um, I think the Chiefs might have a little bit more of a chip on their back now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's. According uh, to a lot of the sources, Lenny Dawson was so excited about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. He was just like, he was just, uh, just ecstatic that yeah. we got a quarterback, a guy that could do it. That was really groundbreaking, like mm-hmm. he was. Mm-hmm. You know, he was kind of a pass happy and not so pass happy NFL at yeah. the time. And you know, Lenny never really got into much of the. Uh, I don't know what to say politics of the of the team, but well, the no. sports radio would say over and over, Chiefs are scared to draft the quarterback number one because of past failures. Lenny would never say that because he worked for the team and he respected all the people there. Oh, that was the other thing, too, is he did the games. Yeah. He did the games for the Chiefs, the radio broadcast, Uh too. I forgot about that. He was the color commentary, yeah. But towards the end of his career, he started saying that himself about the Chiefs needing to draft someone number one as a quarterback. By that time, it was already so widely discussed. Yeah. Um, But that shows his class. He waited. He He didn't jump right on it and, and try to exploit it. He he had some class about it. He didn't need to make his name off of something like that. So, Yeah. Uh, Todd Blackledge yep. is what burnt the Chiefs. Yeah. Because I think we could have got Dan Marino or John Elway. But no, definitely, the Chiefs are Definitely like, Marino was drafted after Blackledge. Yeah. Um, I think it, it was Marino, and I thought it might have been Elway. It could have been Elway was in that draft. Yeah. And, but the Chiefs um, said, no, 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 <laughs> no, not those two. We're going to go for see. Todd Blackledge. Tony Eason, who played for New England for a couple years and lost yeah. to the Bears in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Eason Kenny was pretty good O'Brien for O'Brien for the Jets. Yeah. And yeah. Jim Kelly, was he the same draft or a year before? Jim Kelly might have been the same draft. That was the 84, yeah. the 84 draft. Yeah. So the Chiefs got burnt so bad on that one. Yeah. And then they went and, um, let's see, Bill Kenny got the job. Yeah. And took it from, uh, uh, from what's his name? Like Livingston. Uh, Livingston. Was it Livingston or no? Or was it Blackledge? 
No, it Kenny was, was here before Blackledge, I think. Yeah, who was the first one that they drafted that they got burned on? Blackledge was the last one. Um, Drawing to blank, but let's see. They also had, uh, in there, they had Steve Pelleur. Yeah. They had uh, Steve DeBerg, who I thought was oh, yes. a whole De- lot of fun. DeBerg was great, but he was really out of gas by the time we got him. Yeah. He was mainly a backup to people like, I think, uh, um, was it Elway? He backed up Elway. He backed up Steve Young. Steve Young, um, um, or or maybe not backed no. up, but he kind of he managed to be the guy booted out of town just before the next big quarterback came yeah, into town. Yeah, and he was a good quarterback. Yeah, he so. was a pretty damn good quarterback. <clears throat> he was. He was. He was solid. He was a good play caller too. I mean, you know, he he was the first guy I ever seen really audible. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was really Kansas good at the play action. He was the best really at the play, at play action. action. He could sell that yeah. so well. So, I remember him with his giant cast on a on a finger because his finger was just like mangled. Yeah, and it hurt like hell. But he was still sticking his hand in there with the ball to do the play action, and then yanking it out the last second. You could see the grimace on his hand, yeah, on his face because it hurt him. But he was selling that play action. Well, I think the Berg wasn't he the one that Marty really kind of cut his teeth into. Because he needed a decent quarterback because Marty was defense, defense, defense. Yeah. He was smash mouth football. Defense, hit him hard, run, Yeah, run, that run. makes sense because DeBerg could kind of teach Marty how to handle a versatile quarterback. Yes. And uh, I believe he might have been the one that we got in 89. We already had Neil Smith when yeah. Schottenheimer came to town. And then they got Derek Thomas. Of course, you, I was just thinking you'd think – Schottenheimer, after handling uh, Kosar in Cleveland, he would know how to handle a quarterback. But Kosar was just kind of a one-dimensional guy, wasn't he? Well, I I look at it like this. He got the most out of Kosar because of people like Ernest Biner. True. Because he had such a good running game, and all of his plans were solid. Actually, I think like his... To me, he I know we talked about this last week about Schottenheimer, said that his best coaching was actually in Washington because he had no talent at all. I, I don't know. I yeah. thought he did some of his best coaching in Cleveland with the Browns. Because <clears throat> you think about it, Kosar went <clears throat> excuse me, to Miami. Uh-huh. After, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, I think a moth flew <coughs> flew into my mouth. We got some lanterns set up here <coughs> in the shelter. Yeah, that's a moth. Yep. <coughs> anyway, um, <coughs> when Bernie had Kosar, I had Kosar had shot <coughs> in a running game. Uh-huh. He did pretty well in Cleveland. When he lost that, <coughs> he wound up off in Miami and competing with what Vinny Testaverde. Maybe. Yeah, Vinny testicle. Yep. Yeah, yeah he sure did. God, Vinny played for everybody, didn't he? <laughs> oh gosh. And Testaverde was a good quarterback too. I mean, yeah. Did, did he win one with Parcells? Was that Testaverde or not? I don't know if Testaverde ever got a ring. I kind of think maybe he didn't. Yeah. I think he'd been one of those quarterbacks <laughs> that been all around the ring but never got one. Yeah. I mean, you, you know. think of Heath Schuler. Was that the guy? Yeah, yeah, a, Washington. He got a, a ring with the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, or it was Heath, a backup. Heath Evans, Heath Schuler. Anyway, the bald-headed quarterback. 
whoever that was for the like the two thousand Ravens. I think that was Heath Schuler. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, one with uh, um what's his name? The guy the guy went down to Atlanta and fucking was Ray, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but <clears throat> think about that, that quarterback was that defense that was, was so good with yes. Brian uh, Billick. Yes. Yeah. But you think about that quarterback, and he was no great shakes, but he's got a ring. Vinny was at least that good, but he never got on a team like that. No, that's that's so right. Vinny would have been I mean, you know, I mean, a step above game manager, which is kind Brad of an Johnson insult. Johnson got a ring. Maybe that's who I'm talking um, thinking about. Another one was, uh, um, who was the guy up there? I don't think Tampa Bay's quarterback was all that great when they beat the Raiders. No, that, that was Brad Johnson. That was Brad Johnson. Yeah. I don't think he was all that great shakes, but of course <laughs> Chucky yeah. knew exactly what the Raiders were going to do because they fired because him the year that before. Dumb, that dumbass down there, what's his name? Uh, I forgot his name. The the, the forgettable heck. guy from Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't change a fucking thing. So they, they saw him coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Raiders players have said they'd be uh, they'd be at the line and the quarterback would be audibling and the defensive players would be saying exactly what they were audibling into because they knew exact they knew all the language. Yeah, it, it was, you could tell it must too. have been horribly demoralizing for them to. You could see the look on Rich Gannon's face oh, like yeah. this motherfucker. Mm. What was that fucking nerdy looking fuck? Can't think of his damn name. I keep thinking his last name started with a P, but I don't know. I but you mentioned Parcells, so that's probably who I'm thinking of. But Bill something? No. Hmm. <clears throat> Former Nebraska coach. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, let's see. Anyways. Um, yeah. Anyhow, fuck it. Yeah, um, oh, we we're talking about Lenny Dawson. Uh huh. And. Um, Anyhow, you know, we lost the legend. Great guy by all accounts. Everybody loved the guy that ever knew him and had anything to do with him. Said he was a gentleman. Not, you know, really a good guy. Yeah. So, uh, anyhow, that's, uh, it's too bad. And um, anyhow, he was 87, so had a pretty damn good life. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Man, the things he saw in his life is... He spanned quite a quite a bit of change. Yeah. You know, he was ten years old when World War Two ended. Wow. Isn't that weird to think about? That is. Yeah. <laughs> That's kinda interesting to think. Yeah. I, I remember shit that happened when I was ten, so you knew Lenny did. Oh yeah. But and then to, you know so let me project ahead. He he was sixteen years older than me. Um so, 16 years from now, 2036, 2038, I wonder what kind of stuff I'll be thinking about and seeing. If the world's still around. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. We'll see. Uh, could be a you know, manufactured virus gets us all, or it could turn out that this is all just a simulation anyway. Yeah, then and we don't just even cut it on exist us. here. And this. they're all screaming, hey, hey, yeah. as we all slowly start flickering and disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, fucking Putin might just go in and start nuking everybody because supposedly he's like in stage <clears throat> three cancer or some shit and he's mad yeah. as fuck because he's dying. So I'm going to start playing my uh, Fallout video games again so I can yeah. practice up on uh, yep. I'm nuclear gonna, wasteland. I'm going to find out the first thing he's hitting around here and I'm going dead center and hoping they hit it. 
Yeah, I, I want to be chasing radioactive fucking deer. I want the people I care about to be safe. But yeah, I've lived I've lived a long enough life that a, a post nuclear apocalypse wasteland doesn't sound all that appealing no. to me. And and you see the fucking <laughs> idiots we're fucking grooming now. I'm not relying on them. No. Well, no. yeah, that's true. I I keep yeah. thinking of. Instead I'll go of eat getting a bunch it, of glass. Yeah, you know, really. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Instead of getting outraged, I just think, well, we're all collectively getting what we all collectively deserve because yes. we all collectively have tolerated and allowed it to happen. Absolutely. So, and, and just think, no podcasts anymore. No do, two douchebags and microphone. What would you guys do for three hours a week that you listen to us? I think there might be a couple of uh, podcasts on, what is that, Europa, one of Saturn's moons or Jupiter's moons. That, yeah, that uh, is... Uh, that has, um, like, this ocean under the ice. And yeah. It, they have these aquatic uh, creatures that have, you know, two two gas bags and a voice recorder kind of yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah, so. yeah, I think so. I think I read <laughs> something about that. You have that. to go extraterrestrial after the Earth yeah, turns into see, a cinder. They don't have douchebags <laughs> up there, so it doesn't translate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's got to be something else like... Uh, yeah, gas like, bag or... Yeah, yeah, or... Fart knuckle or... Yeah, or, or, or something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what a fart knuckle is? It's when you fart so hard underwater that you create a little pocket of air that distorts <laughs> time, space, and reality. That's a little fart, fart knuckle. knuckle. That's it's a little funny. knuckle in space-time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is see. This is what you get when it's me on my migraine meds. Yeah, my, yep. <laughs> the blood flow to my brain has been greatly constricted, so <sighs> I'm not making much sense. So <clears throat> you're gonna get what you're getting. So. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, if you don't fucking like it, turn into uh, two fuck nuts and a recorder. I'm sure they got some ha ha going on right now. I just just think I used to deliver mail in this condition. <laughs> Yeah, hell, he used to deliver to two fuck nuts and a recorder. Yeah, 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 they were on my route for quite a while. Let's just say the rumors about them are true. Yep. Yeah, they we'll leave it at that. They did leave a note in the mailbox once saying that I could fill up my water and that from their hose anytime I wanted. That's very nice. That's nice, yeah. But then again, you weren't two douchebags in a microphone either. Not yet. Nope, I wasn't their competition yeah. yet. Yeah. You never know. Two, uh, two fuck nuts and a recorder might just show up on... Two douchebags and microphone.net. Yeah, wouldn't that be kind of like Van Halen out there with Sammy and Eddie Lee at the same time? Yeah, yeah. David Lee. David Eddie Lee. Lee. <laughs> Eddie Lee. <laughs> yeah. My great man. At least I heard it that time. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I get the. Uh, so we'd have like four people of questionable value with. Two recording devices. We have to yeah. come up with an odd name for that. Okay. Yeah, rumor has it that they like do their show on helium. I've never heard it. Oh, yeah. So they're like, hey, we're too fucking gonna record it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. So I, I'm pretty sure that we're gonna probably sooner or later find one of their episodes on our website. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna make room for all sorts of stuff on uh, two douchebags on a microphone dot net. Yes. And then there's like really good ones like the mime. The mime section is excellent. Mm. Oh my gosh, man! There are some long fucking shows. <laughs> oh. 
You, you talk about great audio. Yeah, yeah. The one where the mime is playing this really long xylophone solo. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. You talk about breathtaking. It's, yeah, his use of dynamics was yeah just spot on. It was, it was yeah. so, so well we, done. We took the mime section from Two Fuck Nuts and a Recorder. <laughs> yep. I got I to gotta admit. Yeah, they, they, they Their mime section went stuff. so yeah. well, yeah, that we yeah. went ahead and took it and started doing it ourselves. Yeah. 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 And then there's the uh, the sound of toenail clippers. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, people clipping their toenails. <clears throat> That's yep. a, that now that is a treat. Oh, and it, yeah, I think pretty much all of them are stereo. Some of them are, we're trying to get in four channel. I mean, like yeah. like five point one. So, and, and then there's the uh, very famous podcast, Velcro and Foreskin. Yes, that thing is oh, that's balls to the wall. Oh mm. man, that's mm-hmm. just. That you definitely want tough. to have your your headphones on for that one. Yes, you do. Yes, yeah, yeah. yep, yep. And there and there's uh, I think I've been crop dusted. That's a good segment there mm-hmm. that they do. Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, the uh, the did I short section is really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. The first I looked at the first question there it says uh, was yesterday Taco Tuesday, and if the an- if you answered yes, then yeah, you probably sharted. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then the really good one is Guess Who's Asshole. Oh, yeah. man, you're yeah. talking about a great, great podcast. You know, I really thought I was going to score higher on Guess Who's Asshole. I thought I was too, but turns out I, I just don't know assholes. No. Uh, I was like, nah, yeah. you know, I, I was certain I knew whose asshole it was. I was so certain mm-hmm. I put fifty dollars against it and I lost uh, it. Uh, I know. Yeah. Well, uh, I can give everyone a little hint. Remember that some people bleach their assholes. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I know, just, I know. Just keep yeah. that in mind before and, you make and any... And this person could yeah. have been of darker descent and bleached their asshole to fool us. Yep. So, I don't have a definite on that. All I know is that I picked wrong. Yeah. They wouldn't reveal the asshole. They just let me know that I picked wrong. Yeah, yeah. If you guess right, they say right. You know who it is. Yeah, if you yeah. guess wrong, it just says wrong. They don't tell you who it is. So yeah, yeah. You got to so, try again. And, and yeah, so the guess who asshole out, segment so. is really good. Yeah, so two yeah. I think bags, that's going to be a, a, a hit. Yeah, two douchebags and microphone dot net. Yeah. There you can get to our email, which is also set up. Mm-hmm. You can get uh, Christopher or me, either one, and and you know if you particularly hate Christopher, you can call him a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> you particularly hate me, you can call me a douchebag. Or if you hate us both, you can call both of us a douchebag in separate emails. Yeah. Yep. Or, you know, carbon copy us yeah. to each other. Yeah. You know, so there's, yep. there's yeah, time-saving yeah. kind of ways. We strongly can... encourage tits, mm-hmm. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it can be your dog, it can be your yeah. hamster. Yes, I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> You're in my mind. <laughs> Yes. Make sure that your pet is of legal like age. Christopher, is this before six you or eight cents? It's eight. Okay, it's got to be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so. Make sure your pet also consents to yeah. have his, her, or their picture taken. Yes. So. Yep. Oh, and I forgot my favorite. What's that? The Smell My Finger episode. Uh huh. Oh, uh-huh. my God. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that finger went through, but oh my god! Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, 
That was a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone ate some chili or something, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. oh. That finger bend some places. Oh, man. <laughs> they had to clean it afterwards, I do know that. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're probably yeah. still scrubbing that damn finger. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but the Smell My Finger up, I, yeah. I'll tell you what, if you go watch that, listen to that podcast, I, I mean... You'll you'll just shut us off right now. Yeah. You'll be like, man, I want to go back to smell my finger. Yeah. But the problem is, they only do it every so often because mm-hmm. they can't find people to smell the fingers that often. You know, they, yeah. They smell one time and then they're like, no, nah, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. You know? I Plus, mean, one, we never one let guy them... got punched. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we never let them know exactly whose finger they're smelling. Yeah. You know, no, like no, a we can't do that because so. of litigation. Yeah. You know. Our, our, uh, our crack lawyers here said no. You it's can't like, let them know. It's like a, a shoe box with a hole yeah. in the bottom of it, and there's a finger yeah. sticking through it, and you just kind of lean in and smell it. And, and then there's the foreskin animals section. Yeah. Where you make animals out of your foreskin. Mm-hmm. That that went over really well. Yeah, it's like a you know like a stretchy art, and then you yeah. kind of like tan. Yeah. Tan it so it holds its shape. You know. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. You know, skin. So. Yeah, I remember. Uh, uh, little bunny boo boo one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember bunny boo boo? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. They wouldn't tell you whose foreskin it was, but bunny boo boo was awesome. The ears flopped and it was hopping. Yeah, and everything. it was great. Oh, we should mention this is not for the vegan members of our audience. Yes. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> good. Problem solved. No one yeah. offended. Yeah. So bunny boo boo was great. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Oh, oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. Lenny Dawson. Let's go ahead and cap that off, okay? <laughs> were we talking about, we were talking Lenny, about Dawson? Lenny Dawson? What was that, 32 minutes ago? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and so we ended up on foreskin and bunny boo-boo. And... <laughs> Bunnies up with your foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow. All right, I'm snorting. Right. You can tell That's things are going well. Right. So... Lenny Dawson, all-around good guy, uh, um, <clears throat> groundbreaking inside the NFL, done the Chiefs broadcast, was uh, sports director at KNBC Channel 9. Mm-hmm. God bless you, buddy. Fly high. We're going to miss you around Kansas City. LD16. Yes. Yep, number 16. That's why you don't see number 16 on the Chiefs. Yep. They retired his number, rightly so. Yes, they should have. And, uh, and it's also in Canton, Ohio. Absolutely. And it should be there. Mm-hmm. So Lenny the Cool, fly high, brother. He's up there high-fiving Derek Thomas right now. Yep. Yep. So, all right. So, Christopher, what, uh, you got anything uh, you want to speak about? or? Yeah, yeah. Something, uh, <clears throat> excuse me while I clear my throat in your ear holes. Um, eh, they're not paying for it. Fuck them. <laughs> fucking cheapskates. Yeah. You want to pay for it? We'll fucking edit that out. If not, you're... Hey there, boys and girls, this is Mark Mark's thought of the day. Like stated before, if you believe anything we say, or think of this podcast anything other than hyperbole, parody, and just plain stupidness, you're dumber than us. And that's hard to beat. I just found out my phone really is smart. As a matter of fact, my phone is a genius. I got, I got to go into, I was running out of space, and I got to go into my phone, and it had to empty all the trash. So I looked at my trash, and in my trash, my phone automatically took all of Mayor Quentin Lucas's tweets and threw them straight in the trash without me looking at them. That is a brilliant fucking phone. My phone is a fucking genius. That's it, Mark's Corner.
listen to it. Yeah, there we go. I think it's that moth coming back up that I swallowed earlier. And probably inhaled. is. So, no, it's something that uh, that I kind of take for granted. Uh, been living in in the house I'm in in this area for uh, thirty plus years, but we have a lot of dog walkers in our area, um, and it's not people just you know walking everybody else's dog for money. It's just people out walking their own dogs and walking with their kids, uh, walking with their significant other or a friend or or you know sometimes you just see people out walking we not not with a dog. Um, you ever walk up to him and go, "What you doing?" <laughs> so no, see, I, I live here, so I try to be nice. Oh, not, okay. <laughs> they start barking at their dog. Yeah. Rough, 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 rough. But uh, rough. You know, we don't have sidewalks either, so everyone's walking their dogs in the street. Everyone's you know pushing their strollers in the street. So that also says a lot about the trust people have in people driving like civilized people in mm. the neighborhood and it's it's actually a really nice thing to have and while my kids were here growing up it was really nice for them to have a street that was you know that sedate and quiet this is a very interesting neighborhood it is it's it's kind of like a kinda little oasis hidden. yeah yeah uh-huh so you know it, I, it's not ward parkway not quite Word Parkway. It's not it, quite Waldo. No, it's not. It's not Troost. It's not Martin City. No, it's really close to Center High for anyone that knows that. And I, it seems to be a lot of Native American <coughs> names in this section here. This used to be a golf course, and uh, depending on the page you're on in the county registry, sometimes the the housing development is called. Santa Fe Hills, sometimes it's called Indian Village, which is, you know, of course, not an acceptable okay, name anymore. Um, so Santa Indian Fe Village Hills would... rings a bell because on Facebook, on Messenger, you know, it'll tell where people's locations are. Mm -hmm. On yours, it will say Santa Fe Hills. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is an area that's, it's not all that big, and we, you know, it's got... Um, A lot of a lot of curvy streets. It's not just straight through streets. Yeah, very so interesting the way they did that. And yeah. It had to have been done a long time ago when people owned estates and said, "You're not putting that road through mine." And they're like, "Okay, Mr. Jones says go to the left." <laughs> well, since they since it was developed from a golf course, I'm presuming that they had some terrain features that they eh, were you know, designed that might around be a lot hills of it. and yeah. things. There is still a house here that used to be the clubhouse of the golf course. Mm. Um, but yeah, they they changed all the street names to two different names in this in this area, and then they go back to their regular names once you get out. Oh. But uh, it, it's it's nice to see you know, and kids can walk home from the high school also mm -hmm. down the street. Um, when I first moved into this uh, area, there was a, a metro bus that ran down the street, and after a few years, they cut that, which was nice. Because you're always worried about your car, your car parked down the street, or if you're walking your dog, you've got to dive for somebody's front yard because that <laughs> bus was come barreling through. through yeah, so we were happy to see that gone. But that's uh, good. I uh, I'm appreciative of the nice neighborhood that that I have and and the people around me that contribute to it. You that know, it's good. it's 
having a nice neighborhood isn't just something that you move into because you have money. You have to be part of it. And, yes. And I really appreciate the fact that people around here are putting time and effort into making a nice neighborhood. And that's that's, that's, and that's really, not something that's, that's a really good way of thinking about well, it. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's not really something that's that difficult to accomplish or a rarity. I mean, we can all do this. And well, it'd be nice if more people did. So yeah, yeah. When I'm out walking my giant, giant dog, I meet a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of if I go at the same time, I meet a lot of the same people. You know, the people with the routine. So. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I got something on a little different subject here, mm-hmm. and I just thought of it. I thought of it earlier today, and I just thought of it again. And I want to get a good, bad, indifferent take on this. Okay. And I have my own take on it. Joe Biden today uh, forgave, what is it, a billion dollars in student debt, 10000 and under? What I, I didn't hear total amounts. I think what I heard was 20000 for certain types of loans and ten thousand for other types. Okay. So you either now, qualify for ten or twenty thousand. Okay. Number one. Okay. This is whether it's good or bad has nothing to do with this. Number one, I can tell you it's not fair because I know people that went into the army to get these loans. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they had to go do something to get the edge to have a loan. That, yeah, so, that's something to think about. Is is it? But I'm not saying that this should be done or not. I'm just interjecting that right there because yeah. someone uh, pretty close to me made me think about that today. Wow. When I was talking about this, I said, well, you know what? I went to the Army to get this loan, and I don't appreciate it just being poo-pooed off because I had to go... You know, I had to go work my ass off and go do something to get this. And then all these people are just suddenly like, oh, you don't owe it anymore. Now, um, go ahead with what you think, and then I will interject what I think. Do you um, have an opinion at all on it? Have you thought yeah, about it very much? Yeah, I, I've actually changed my mind about this over the course of my adulthood. Um I'm at the point now where I think that it's a good idea to go ahead and clear this student loan debt um, if for no other reason than the fact that it's costing more to try to reclaim it than I think the government is ever going to get back. Um, it's, so it's become a money pit. A lot of people are using it as an excuse to have a job. You know, oh, well, my job is to help reclaim this money, therefore you can't cut my salary out of the budget. Well, just forget it all, start over, clear everyone of that, and, I don't know, my, my opinion is make higher education free anyway to everybody. Ideally, that would be nice. Because then you don't have these uh, barriers yeah. of a poorer kid <clears throat> mm-hmm. not being able to accomplish everything they could in life. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay, you're a lot along the same lines of what I'm thinking, too. But I'm, I'm going a little bit further with it. Uh, go ahead, and then I'll go with okay. mine. And then 
to address the person who's I, I can understand a sense of frustration saying you know I gave up several years of my life to the armed services so I could have the opportunity to learn say you know med school yes that the army pays for and so that really I paid did make for it with my blood sweat and tears um, I mean it's hard to argue that I get that it is but think think of you're swimming in a cold ocean and you're getting rescued and you're having to climb up this long slippery rope to get out of the ocean onto the deck mm -hmm. and as soon as you do the person next to you gets lifted up very easily and quickly and doesn't have to struggle for it do you want them pushed back in the water so they have to struggle the way you did no, no, I, I agree with that. So, I, I mean, that's a, that's a way of looking at it. Just because you struggled and went through some effort, you know, I applaud that when people, you know, put through the, the, the effort to do something and then reap the benefits, pay it off, etc. But it doesn't diminish what they did if somebody else gets it for free or gets it wiped clean or whatever. It it really shouldn't make any difference. So uh, that kind of turned my thinking around on that too. Um, just because I struggled doesn't mean other people should too to do the same thing. That's, okay, that's what I'm saying. I, I, all that's very sound, and I could go along with it at any at any rate, and right. it would would make me feel you know I'd be like yeah I get it. Okay, I went a little different on this. Okay, all right. Okay, number one. Right off the bat, no, it's not fair. Number two, I think efficiency-wise, like you said, is it costs so much to recover this, and most of this money is not recoverable anyhow. Yeah. And then another thing is, is they need to regulate it a little bit because these colleges are selling bullshit degrees. Yeah. A lot of people have been ripped off. Uh-huh. You know, they, oh, this is the next thing. Uh, oh, we missed it. Sorry. Here, come on back and get this degree. It uh -huh. will go well with that degree, and you can do this. And, oh, you missed it. Come on back and do it again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, each time they hook you into a, you know, another, well, roll your loan into another loan. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you'll be paying less. Yeah. You may be paying for 100 years, but you'll be paying less. It's, it, yeah. in a way, it reminds me of, of the old term of kiting a check. Um, K-I-T-E, kite. Yeah. I, Whereas you write, a, you write a check for like 100 bucks, and then... In order to cover that, you write another check for 150. So you cover the first check, and you still have another 50. And then you write a check to cover that before it clears, and you just the amounts keep getting bigger and bigger. So that's what these schools were doing with your student loan. They were getting you to roll it over and keep getting a higher and higher balance. Take you more and more years to pay yeah, off. It really was like kiting the check, really. Yeah, and were, that's not done so much now, but it used to be done all the time. Yeah, it was yeah. actually really brilliant to figure out how to cover one to do another, then and just keep it rolling, keep the ball rolling. Yeah, car salesmen so, will do that too. They'll they'll get you in there before you pay your car off and say, "Let's roll that into yes. your next car loan." And they'll go, "Yeah, you'll be paying the same amount, but you'll have this new car." Yeah, uh, but I'll be paying. Ten years more, <laughs> well, yeah. it doesn't matter. You'll yeah. probably trade it in before then. You'll anyway. have more money by then. You're gonna get raises, aren't you? Yeah, yeah you're gonna have three raises under your belt by yeah. then. Fuck yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, so, 
Uh, yeah. Um, perpetual okay. debt. Yeah, perpetual debt. Yeah. So, okay, there's a not fair aspect, and yeah, people are duped into bullshit, um, into um, bullshit, bullshit loans, loans. Yeah. Bullshit, bullshit degrees. degrees. Yes. Yeah. So, all that being said, okay, I think it might actually be a pretty decent idea to forgive, uh, to forgive this debt. Because here's another reason I'm getting ready to go into it. I don't think a lot of people have realized this. Okay, it's a good bad thing. The bad is inflation, and we're and then we're giving like three billion more to uh, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this spending money stuff is fucking us badly yeah. on inflation. Yeah. Because of the way it works out. Listen, I mean, we went to. We went into some inflation uh, quite a while ago on a podcast. Look it up. It's just the way that things work. It's the way that money works. It's the way this fiat monetary system works. Yeah. Is it's kind of almost like a tax on money because there's too much of it circulating. So you got to slow it down. Yeah. It's like, hey, we got to put the brakes on this. How do you do that? Well, okay. Yeah, the cost of everything's, and you know, and then you have the push pull, like I was talking about, where. Okay, they can't get the stuff out. They don't have people to work. They have people on the docks and all that. Yep. So the the short term is going to fuck us. Long term, I think it will help the economy and boost the economy because all these people suddenly have uh, $300 extra a month that they can spend. And it's a way to generate spending without having you appropriate a bunch of money and send out checks. Yes. All they have to do is say, okay, let's just write off this stuff that we already yeah. spent that we're never going to get back. Yeah. And then so, all those people who've been paying on their student loans are now like, woohoo, time to spend some money. And uh, colleges getting invisible ass paddling. Yep. Yep. Right now, Hall of Fame. There all you go. the universities, <laughs> you're invisible for a day, you get to ass paddle somebody. Well, okay, today it's colleges. All colleges and universities get yeah. ass paddling. There you go. So, I all just, right, well, we I just fixed our wagon. Let me just tack on one thing to what you were saying, where you're talking about the inflation being kind of a break, breaking effect. Yeah. Um, and the, well, the that's just inflation part of goes it, up, yeah. and then you yeah, know, isn't it amazing how shortages and inflation seems to settle down and not be an issue at all when it's time for the Christmas buying season? <laughs> exactly my thought. Yep. I mean, the, like, that's why I mentioned fiat currency. October, November, system. December, everything's going to be on sale at stupid prices, which they could be giving you all all year. I heard this on a radio show right before it happened. Because of COVID, America's had um, Americans had a record number of savings. They'd never had so many savings ever before in oh, America. Oh, wow, yeah. And this person said, they're going to find a way to get that. Inflation and other things will get that money from them. You watch. The government will not let people sit on their money. And that makes ta-da! a heck of a lot of sense. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's why I said fiat currency and the system that's in place. So yep. that's their rules. Yep. So they don't have to do this, but they are. Every doll, every you know, every person that's got a couple thousand in savings, you add all that up, and that becomes an enormous amount of money that's just 
out of circulation and sitting there while the banks use it for things. Yeah, they don't like that. They're but like, no, the you billionaires, can't. being the hoarders they are, they want that money too. Yeah. They don't want you sitting on it. They want you spending it. They want it circulating and moving around, changing hands as much as possible. See, they're like the chess players. Yeah. They're playing chess with us. Yeah. They're like, we're not spending our money. No, no, no. We're They're spending their money, and we're collecting what they spend. So... Yeah, when you're in a casino and you win money, you're not winning from the owners of the casino. You're winning from people around you who are losing. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The casino is making money all the time. Yeah. They never lose a penny. So every time you lose, someone else in the casino is getting a small portion of that and the rest is going to the casino. Oh yeah! Every oh. time you win, you're getting that small portion. Real quick, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta give a fuck you to a corporation. Good, because good. a good friend of mine sent this to me on Facebook. You, anybody can read it. It's just a comment. I put two douchebags in microphone dot net, and then mm-hmm. the last episode was posted last night, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Chevron corporate will not allow our website. So fuck you, Chevron. Eat our dicks. Oh, screw you, Chevron. Yeah, my friend, he works for Chevron, and he cannot get us. They block us on they their computer. They block us. So we eat our dick, Chevron. Oh. Philip 66, fuck you. They wow. probably own him, and I just don't know it. I don't know. Yeah, whoever whoever Chevron does business through, screw all you people. Yeah. Word on the street is Chevron likes to play with little girls' toys. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Heard that Chevron goes to the beach and sucks the farts out of dead walruses. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard that Chevron does not wear panties on the first date. On the first date, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. That's what I've heard. All of this uh, we've just heard word on the street, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> we also heard that Chevron also. Came up with a bunch of nickels out of nowhere after visiting the wharf. No. I don't, I don't no. want to speculate how yeah. that happened. But word on the street is some some shady shit happened, maybe. Yeah, yeah so Chevron, I... eat our dicks. Gosh, repressed, prudish, backwards. Already, already, how did we garner this hate? I just fucking opened the website up, just figured out how to get the son bitch open twenty four hours and we all got people fucking banning us. What the hell? Well you God, gotta I figure they listen yelling. to they You gotta figure they listen to every stinking episode the we have. Yeah, really. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well the Ranger might might come by later. I think there are some people camping out here, like over that hill. What's that bear doing yelling at those people that have fire? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Look at that goofy hat he's got on. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Forest fires are bad. Oh, that's, that's a horrible... I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm going to bleep this out. Oh, fine. I'm going to fucking bleep it out. I have no clue what I was talking about. I don't know. I just completely derailed that. I am tracked this motherfucker up so bad. It's smoldering and lying in a pile of fucking flesh. And fucking diesel fuel. Oh, I'm sorry. Huh. Okay. Well. I, I just had a random thought out of nowhere. Disaster movies. There have been yeah. great disaster movies with, like, 
big sailing ships, you know, Titanic, Poseidon mm-hmm. Adventure, yeah, good submarine ones, yeah. There've been good disaster movies with airplanes, yeah, and buildings, yeah. But a disaster movie with a train, not too was many. Was that in of those. Speed? Speed was didn't he like bus. pretty much hit? Oh, it was a bus. That's right. Yeah, and then well, there's there's like. There's like the taking of Pelham one two three, but that's just all suspense. It's not. I'm talking like disaster where the train crashes and then there's the rescue and and you know they're searching you know, for I, survivors. I think you're right. and that, you know, you, you can do that with an airplane or a, or a building because they're nice and big, or they can be in a remote area. But a train, there's there's not much. Apparently, not much. St- once the disaster happens, there's apparently not much story there for a movie. But you can make a th- you know three-hour movie out of a boat because it slinks sinks slowly. Or you know, a building you can climb down twenty stores stories very slowly. But yeah, poor trains they get the short end of the stick. <laughs> yeah, they really don't get that much pub, do they? Yeah, they occasionally re- wreak havoc on a car or something. But yeah. other than that. I mean, you know, we had that bad one up there in northern Missouri uh, not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with the Amtrak. And the yeah, it hit the, uh, was dump it a truck. fuel truck? No, dump truck. That's yeah, right. loaded yeah. with, like, rocks and things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a bad deal. Yeah, it was. And, that was and really as a matter of fact, the uh, conductor is the same one because we took that train up to Chicago a few, a few years back to see family uh-huh. from Canada. And... Uh, Anyhow, the that's the they had the guy. The conductor was actually walking on top of the train, you know, checking people out. And I think it looked like he was inspecting, seeing it, it yeah. all was okay and all that. And that was the same guy. Wow. And, yeah, and I was like, wow, God, that guy. I'm, well, I'm mm. glad he's alive, you know. Yeah. So pretty Oops. interesting. So. Anyway, so I derailed us with derailments. Yeah, and I derailed it with uh, Bad Smokey the Bear take. So, yeah. so anyhow. So I think we've... Uh, Only you can prevent forest fires, you fuckers. You guys are a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> so, well, I think we've uh, paid our respects to Lenny. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, Lenny. We love you. <laughs> anyhow. I wish Smokey the Bear would, like, ass-paddle people. Yeah. Yeah. No switch, like a big fucking switch. Or you could just whip those claws out and rip their intestines out like Wolverine. Okay. First the switch. <laughs> then if it get fucking flippy with him. Yeah. Then he fucking rips out their guts. Yeah. And he eats them. Disembowels daddy in front of the wife yeah. and kids. You fuckers better get putting that fire out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smokey the bear rolling in the dad's fucking guts. Or he just swats dad's head off and. Uses the squirting blood to put the campfire out. Hey, you fuckers want to argue? Yeah. Hey, who's next? Who's fucking next? Come on! <laughs> I'm talking like... Sorry, Smokey, sorry! <laughs> Smokey's got an Italian accent. Yo, you fuckers got a problem with this? <laughs> You'll be sleeping with the trout. That's right. I'll fucking, I'll fucking throw you guys in that river. They'll never fucking find you. Oh, I must have been watching a John Carpenter movie or something. I don't know, man. We're fucking kind of demented tonight, Smokey the Bear swatting a guy's head off. Yeah, I'll tell you what it is. It's that fucking Mr. Creepy. 
I don't know what the hell he's vibe. doing in the brush, yeah. but it's bothering me. I mean, it's it's dark. I mean, you know, we've got some light here in the shelter house, but out beyond, I mean, we can see the rain falling. We can see the lake. There's a light across the lake. You see like a little silhouette of him with his clown hat on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. He's behind like a a, a little pocket of brush. Mm-hmm. So, Is I he don't taking know. a dump? Is he? I don't know. Is he flipping us off? Mm, that's too small to be his finger. Oh, ooh. oh, that's what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, out there in the rain, God. Yeah, I know. He's dedicated to his craft, I guess. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mister Creepy, you better get off your ass and start doing some fucking skits. Otherwise, you're fired. Fuck you guys. You guys still owe me. <laughs> uh, I guess so. All right, forget it. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to want us to give him a ride back to town, a bus line. Um, if I have newspapers, I can put down on the uh, yeah. on the seats. Well, he got himself out here somehow. Yeah, he can get himself back. Does Mister Creepy drive? I don't know. I mean, buses are free in Kansas City, so I guess he could be hopping the bus. But you know, I don't think I've ever hmm. seen him drive. I don't think I've ever seen him drive either. He just yeah. kind of appears. Yeah. I, well, he got himself out here, so. Yeah, I guess so. He can get himself home. Uh, he's shaking his head. He, he doesn't even want to talk to us now. Yeah. Yeah, well. So, he's, yeah, kind of he's a. He's still mad over the whole fucking buying him the dildos and then not supplying batteries. And some of them didn't take American, I mean, not American batteries, but batteries available in America. Yeah, you know, yeah, so they, they were, took some odd European ones. Yeah, and, some of these were like. Look, 60s here's the Russian truth of surplus. It. We bought them off of eBay. They were probably slightly used. Yeah. And we bought them off of, off of eBay, and, you know, it was just like a grab bag. Yeah, it was like, you know, a lot of so yeah, many. There, there's all different shapes, sizes, yeah. colors of them. Fuck, I mean, yeah. I thought he'd appreciate that, you know? I thought so too. Even a couple of pocket Excuse pussies one, in there. I mean, one know, for every day of the week. Yeah, you know? He could switch in, whatever, you know, and got a fucking dick, a pocket pussy, whatever you want, dude. We thought we we thought he would love it, but no. He could sneak no. in a Tesla coil and he could jab himself with thirty thousand volts. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. He could fucking pop his nuts off, whatever, you know. <laughs> he you know, put that in any orifice he chose. We give. <laughs> and what do we get from him? Grief. Threats. Yeah, he kidnapped threats. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah well, good, well allegedly. I, yeah, good thing I had my life alert. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. we'd probably still be there. Yeah. Shoot. I went there to save Christopher. And next thing I know, I mean, I've been chloroformed or something. And yeah. I woke up with a diaper on, too. Yeah. I still don't shit right. I don't know what happened there. But, you know, I'm not. I'm going to try to just repress it. Yeah, well... What happened for me was after a, after a few weeks, the stitches dissolved, oh, and really? then you could go back to crapping normally. Oh, good, good, because yeah. this shower stuff's pissing me off every yeah. time I take a dump. Yeah. You know, i got to go so. stick my ass up in the air and then take the mm-hmm. shower nozzle that comes off and stick it to my ass and, yeah. you know, and just kind of like yeah. let it run off of the sutures. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, from what my doctor said, it was probably like... I don't know, a telephoto lens that was used. Yeah. You know, for I like did a shit a little camera. race car a couple days. Really? A couple days later, yeah. Huh. I, I've got it. Mine was a hot air balloon. Yeah. Here, I got a picture of it. Look. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. I used to have one of those when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. A little, cool. Do uh, you want it? Do you still have the other one? No, no. You can go ahead and, and, and burn that in the fire or uh, keep it well, for evidence I mean, or whatever I got it mostly to, clean. There's still a little brown in the edges Yeah, there. I think I it's mean, supposed yeah. to be chrome or, or brushed yeah, or nickel I, or something. I, mean, but, I didn't go over it with a toothbrush or nothing. You yeah. know, I just washed it really well and, you know. Yeah. It got the stink off of it and everything. Oh, so. What I pooped out was like this little hot air balloon fridge magnet hmm. and you know that wiped clean pretty pretty easily i've got i've got some recipes oh, hanging is, on the is fridge that your branson that. one in there uh-huh yeah oh nice let's yeah. wonder where that came from yeah oh, yeah cool. only a little bit of the paint came off of it you know and, and okay uh, so it looks mostly new so i thought you bought it from a garage sale okay i know yeah, that was okay yeah so all right. Well, that's so cool. yeah, but anyway, the uh, it was probably like a, a telephoto lens, a, a digital camera, um, and they weren't sure why the the stitches were the sutures were put up in there, but the doctor said let's just you know. Let's just mm. leave them in alone and see what happens. Yeah. Well, I think I actually had staples put in for whatever reason. I don't know. Oh, okay. That yeah. I, I remember a kachunka kachunka sound. So that, oh, that, that must yeah. have been it. I yeah. I think the only thing he had was a stapler. Yeah. So you know. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. So, I got one for you. Okay. Is cereal soup? Huh. Like, like stated before. If you believe anything we say, or think of this podcast, anything other than hyperbole, parody, and just plain stupidness, you're dumber than us. And that's hard to beat. Wow, that's a good one, because typically you think, you know, soup is hot and it's savory. Why wouldn't it be but, soup? But yeah, I mean, there's cold soup. Yeah. There's soup that's sweet. Yeah. There's soup that has, you know, grains and rice and barleys and things in it. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I think it's milk soup. Okay. Chunky milk right. soup. Why or why not? Fits all the criteria. It really does. I don't, okay. I don't you know, because they're cold soups. You'd have to rule them out. There's hot cereal, which, which is like a hot soup, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's kind of like a, you know, a hamburger being a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Yeah. Well, I agree with that 100% on every level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, cereal is soup. Okay. What is the sexiest and least sexiest woman's name? Wow. I think one of the least sexiest... I've ever heard was Gretchen <laughs> because the word wretch is right in the middle of it. You know, wretch, gag, well, hurl. You know, you know yeah, the eh. Kiss song Beth was actually Gretch for Gretchen. And they didn't like the way it sounded. Yeah. So they changed it to Beth. Funny. He goes, Gretch, I really love you. I care so much about you. No, hard luck woman. Hard Luck Woman is Gretch. You know what? I got that completely fucked up. Oh. And then Beth was the same woman, but they changed the name because they didn't want to go, Gretch, I hear you calling. Yeah. They changed it to Beth, I hear you calling. It sounds better on a ballad that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That. But Gretch is actually the real woman's name, Gretchen, that's used in Hard Luck Woman. Okay. Yeah, so. 
But yeah, I've, I've just never liked the name Gretchen. Gretchen. Now, mine is uh, Gertrude. Oh, that yeah. That is the least sexiest female name. Yeah. Now, I've yeah. got an it's interesting... Sort of there with Harriet and... and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, the to me, the most sexy female name, Veronica. That's a That's the name of my devil bitch tattoo, Veronica. That's a good one. Yeah. Um... Veronica off of the Archies. Oh yeah, sultry, dark hair. Yeah, I yeah. Just, I just always thought the name Veronica just uber sex, just like yeah. That yeah yeah I can see that I, I, I get for want of a, a better one I'd say for me the the sexiest name would be Gwendolyn. I've always just liked that name. Gwendolyn is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know something about it. Maybe it was in a book I read or something, but uh, I just Gwendolyn I just, like. I, yeah, I like that. That's good. I just, I'll, I'm gonna stick with Veronica because that's always been my go-to sexy name. That's so, a good one. Yeah. Um, what secret conspiracy would you like to start? Oh gosh, so many of the good ones have already been taken. Um. Huh. Well, gosh, I'm kind of stumped. <laughs> this it this could go so many different ways that it really kind of bobbles your mind. Yeah. So maybe oh. that salt is an addictive drug and we don't really need it, but you know, there's so many others that are just like that. Hmm. I'm going to say that let's see shit I'm going to say that every time you go past a stoplight they are sending out invisible transmissions to brainwash you I like that one yeah and those those flashes you see aren't the red light cameras. Those are they're taking a snapshot it's of a, your br of your brain. Yeah. Yes. There we go. That's our official statement. That ha, is what's about, going on. How about this one? I, I've got I've got the one I want to start. Okay. As soon as you turn you turn your TV off, it becomes a camera for everything happening in your room that only certain people get to see. I like that. Certain people get okay. to pay to watch what's happening inside your house through your TV when it's off. Okay. I've got one. <laughs> I like that. Better leave that damn thing on all the time. When you're watching TV, it's actually watching you. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. So do you leave it off or do you leave it on? You leave it off. Ooh. But whenever you're watching it and you're watching TV, it actually has a panel of people watching it from the other side, analyzing you while you're watching it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, look what he did when uh, Pepsi came up. He walked out of the room. Uh-huh. What, what, do you think it's a commercial or do you think it's a product? Is he a Coke guy? What, what is the deal? You know, the other day I walked... I, there was a commercial break came on, and uh -huh. I left the room to go use the bathroom. Uh -huh. And then when I was done, I came back in. I could hear I heard 
Alexa saying, shh, he's coming back. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I've even heard Google bitch do that. Uh-huh. Going, uh-huh. hey, hey, he's getting near the phone. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. If you've ever seen the Truman Show. Well, the, it's it. <laughs> oh, the, it's all of us in it. <laughs> when he tunes the radio to the wrong channel. <laughs> yeah. And he hears them narrating his life. What the hell? That's bullshit. <laughs> What's invisible but you wish people could see? Cough. <laughs> I think it'll make people cover their mouths when they cough. <laughs> I want it I want it to be gas. I want to know who's crop dusting and where, whether you can smell it or not. You talk about a bunch of people walking around with stomach aches. Yeah. Damn it! I can't fart. There's too many people in here. I can't get around. <laughs> I think if you look on YouTube you can find uh Thermal imaging of people farting. People oh, out in you? public who think that they're being so uh, clever and, and secret. But with a thermal camera, you can see this plume coming shooting out of the air. Seriously, is that true? I've seen I've seen at least one video. <laughs> I think a guy was in an airport and he just had this thermal camera and he was panning around catching people farting. <laughs> I love it. You see, that's how you make money. Not a not a stupid podcast. Yeah. You catch people farting at the airport, you'll get like ten zillion hits in one day. What are you doing? I'm watching people fart. <laughs> well, I've got a quiz. <clears throat> Excuse me, a question for you. Okay. What's the creepiest thing you think you could ever hear on a baby monitor? Okay, and to count of three, let's get him. <laughs> yeah. I would be just like, going, I guess they're going to get me because I can't fucking move. I'm scared shitless. There's probably. I imagine having to go up on the shelves and... with knives. Yeah. <laughs> what would be yours? Oh, uh, I think. I think mine would probably have to be hearing myself talking to my child. Oh wow! Because I'm not. Yeah, in there. yeah. Because you're not in hearing there. my own voice in hey, there. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Where am I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who the hell is that in there? <laughs> oh, I got one even worse—a dead relative or something. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm in here. I'm in here. <laughs> ah! Oh my God! I, I mean, after you get done shit, you you join them. You'd have a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd just be like, oh, that's it. Because of flatline. I don't know, man. He was in here listening to baby monitor. I don't know what happened, man. <laughs> Billy died. I don't know, man. <laughs> um. Let's see. Which one was I on? What one did I just asked? Invisible. Got oh, okay. Okay. What's the weirdest smell you've ever smelled? Oh, wow. Weirdest. I've got one definite. I mean, there's some that are just, you know, flat out bad. 
but weird? I've got one definite. Huh. Well, you go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to think. Crack. Yeah? Crack is the weirdest fucking smell. It is so odd and peculiar and just not right smelling. I think I've, I think I've smelled that because from what everyone talks about, that's, that's what it was. It was and either meth, meth or too. meth or crack. Meth is also yeah. yes. It was this homeless guy outside a gas station, and uh, he was he was fortunately farther far enough away from the pumps, but he was smoking something that smelled really horrid. You no, know, this guy I used to work with, we called him Cracky, oh, because wow. he admittedly smoked crack all weekend until his check was gone. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyhow, I I go man, I go. What is that weird smell? He goes, oh, that's me. It's crack. Yeesh. Oh, it was Kinda all over his clothes it. and his hair. Mm. He had a peg leg. He had a wooden leg. He uh, he was drunk a long time ago mm. and jumped in a car, killed a woman, went uh. to prison, cut his leg off. They cut his leg off in the wreck, you know. Yeah. Gave him a peg leg. So he came back and he went to work for this place. Dynamite welder. Really, really good welder. And, Lived uh, for the crack, though. Yeah, he did. And anyhow, this guy, um, I was sitting there with the guy that I work with and uh, named Daryl. And uh, Daryl's a soldier guy. And um, me and him were talking about stuff. And, uh, you know, we're eating our ham sandwiches or bologna sandwich or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Cracky used to come in there. They have Stroud's chicken, Jack Stack barbecue. Wow. Uh, all this great food. Yummy. And I looked at Daryl after he left. I go... Isn't he a crackhead? Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck did he get Stroud's chicken and Jack Stack barbecue? Me and you are eating fucking ham sandwiches and we're not crackheads. And this guy, he, he stayed the night at the City Union Mission during the week for free. He was pissed off because he had to listen to a Bible sermon and go to bed at nine. For a baby. That just pissed him off. He had a free bus ride courtesy of the city to go and back and forth to work. Because he's considered, you know, I don't know. Back when they charged for the buses. Yes, now they don't. Yeah. But yeah, so he got a free bus ride to work and back. And um, he, uh, during the weekends, he stayed in his friend's apartment and they smoked crack and had hookers come up there and smoke crack with him. Lovely. Until he ran out of money. Hmm. So Daryl goes, well, he's awful open. He tells us about he's crackhead and all this. He has no shame about it, really. Uh, why don't yeah. you ask him? So I go, Cracky. Yeah? <laughs> okay. I said, you grab your check Friday at 4.30. Yeah. You smoke crack until it's gone. Yeah. How the hell do you get all this good food for lunch when me and Daryl are fucking eating uh, bologna sandwiches? He said, Monday we got Catholic services. Tuesday we have City Union Mission brunch and we have... Uh, the Love Center, we got this. Every day of the week, he had at least two places where he could eat for free. And what they did was, is these uh, catering, these restaurant caterers uh -huh. would bring the leftover food there for these people like him. And he would end up eating better than us. So it was like a uh, AAA guidebook yeah. for drivers, tells you where to stop and eat. There's a, there's the same system all. for yeah it's like word on the street all the crackheads yeah. are like hey 
Here's where you eat on meal. Monday. Here's where you eat on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah one crazy. place he had four plate one one day of the week. I think it's Wednesday. He had four places to eat. So he could pick whatever he liked. Yeah. That day he came in with all kinds of shit. Gosh. One time, remember Mr. Good Sense? Yeah. He uh-huh. came in with four fucking huge subs. My. They uh, had them left over. Or the meat was going was going to go bad or something. He said that they came in there with like 200 subs and just started passing them around mm-hmm. to the City Union Mission. I'm like, fuck. It's like, won't they call us uh, call us guys that don't do crack and let us have a couple? <laughs> yeah. so. so anyhow. Uh, so, okay, well, I've come up with my weirdest smell. Okay. Um, when I was in grade school, I used to dumpster dive on my way home from school. I'd, I'd walk by a... Uh, electronic store called Burstein Appleby. Um, they sold albums, stereo gear, mm-hmm. various electronics, um, and out back in their dumpster you could generally find some vacuum tubes. And uh, back when a lot of electronics still used the vacuum tubes for like stereos and things, TVs. Uh, so, you know, it was fun to find them and then just throw them against the wall and listen to them pop. But occasionally you'd find some really cool stuff. And one time I found this uh, siren. Uh, it kind of, from my memory, it, it was kind of round, looked like a generator. And then there was kind of this metal horn that came out of it. And uh, we went up the, the alley to a different store and asked the guy there to plug it in to see if he worked. And uh, it, it kind of half-assed worked. And when he plugged it in, it made this smell of really hot metal, burning insulation, just kind of electrical fire with hot plastic, Mm -hmm. and just just this really pungent... To me, it was a very angry smell. Just, just, it shouted, warning, no, bad, terrible, you know? (laughs) And the guy unplugged it and said, yeah, it doesn't look like it works all that well. It was like, wow, I don't even want to touch it because of that smell. And... I would keep getting whiffs of that smell for the next few days. Oh, was that bad? Yeah, I don't know if I was just remembering it, like it or really getting it. It permeated your ear, your nose, hairs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh. But every now and then I'll catch a whiff of something that doesn't quite... I mean, it's not it, but it's it's close and it, it reminds me of it. It's like... Ugh. It's just this weird, strange, angry smell. And man, I'm instantly transported to that alleyway behind those shops it was the crestwood shop if anyone knows where those are i remember are. those yeah and that God, you're talking a long time ago with yeah those. we're talking we're talking about 1970 i think crestwood <laughs> yep but uh that that nice guy there who took time out of his day to to plug in that siren for a couple of kids who dug it out of a dumpster <laughs> but man that thing smelled so weird wow it was just just the strangest oddest craziest smell that's interesting that you could remember it so well it had to have been nuts yeah wow yeah yeah is a hot dog a sandwich i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say yes too mm-hmm. uh, the follow-up is why or why not i say because it looks and tastes like a sandwich and it doesn't qualify as like a stuffed bun no or anything it's you not a calzone it's a, not... essentially two slices of bread is a bun yeah and half the time it separates anyway With meat in the middle you can throw yeah. condiments on it a sandwich yeah. yep easy to see 
Yeah. What is the best Wi-Fi name you've seen? Oh, that's that's they've moved out, but uh, someone nearby, uh, probably next door, had a Wi-Fi network called Angry Lesbians. <laughs> that was just that was so awesome. That was. <laughs> That beat out the one before that said FBI surveillance van. Oh, that's <laughs> great. <laughs> but it was angry lesbians, and I thought, well, that's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> that is awesome. So, I still love the FBI sur surveillance <laughs> van. Surveillance yeah. van is good, too. What <laughs> oh. I just saw the other day, Biggie Tupac Loke. <laughs> <laughs> It took me a second. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Tupac Shakur and Tone Loke. Loke. Yeah. Yep. Biggie Tupac Loke. <laughs> it almost sounds like a, a combo plate you get at. Yeah, a, it does. Yeah, Panda Express. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, what were you like? I would like the Biggie Tupac Loke. <laughs> would you like uh, white or rice, or would you like uh, um, fried rice? Uh, I'll take the chicken fried rice. Okay. You want the yellow curry on that or the red? <laughs> I'll take the red. Uh, uh, the Biggie Tupac Loc does not come with uh, red rice. I'm sorry, sir. Okay, fuck it then. Red Whatever. curry. I want red curry. Whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Slap that shit on the plate, bitch. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, Biggie Tupac Loc. <laughs> what is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Oh, picking your nose. You just can't. You just can't look intelligent when you're three knuckles deep in in the glory hole. Just, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> you look like a dumbass. That and scratching your butt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Both of them had to do with you know body parts, but that's no, just that what came true. to mind. <laughs> I'm gonna say skipping. Yes. Yes. You cannot... Nobody looks cool skipping. No, no. You don't even look all that smart. No. And the no. funny thing is, you'll watch on a, an NFL game, the lineman will get a sack, he'll do his, his celebration flex or whatever, then he'll start skipping. They all, yeah. they all skip yeah, off no. the field when they're happy. It's all these, these big football players, and they're all skipping like, like elementary kids. <laughs> or every old song, Skip to, skip to Lamoose. Skip to Malou. Skip to Malou, my darling. Yeah. That was yeah. What the yeah. fuck? I think skipping was invented when somebody was trying to jump, and their internet connection was glitchy, and <laughs> it just didn't. yes, <laughs> yeah. So it's like a, a jump that that kind of did the Matrix glitch. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say skipping, and um, um, I like your picking, picking your nose. Stuff. Pyn. Yeah. Yep. In 40 years, what will people be nostalgic for? Um, I'm going to say privacy. Okay. I'm going to say privacy. I think, I think there will be pretty much every surface will either be showing you a message or recording you for some purpose. Just every surface out in public, half the shit in your house. I mean, there will never be a moment 
of your life waking or sleeping where you're not being viewed analyzed biometric uh, logarithmic or whatever analog what's the term um, recorded but no let's see. macroed macroed whatever. yeah yeah so I, I think uh, mine was really close to that so I'm gonna yeah. go with that exactly I'm gonna say room space you know um, yeah physical room and space yeah, yeah. I think yeah but 40 years are gonna privacy, be a hell of a lot so more crowded I'm gonna entwine all of that with all yeah. of that I think so yeah analytics is that the word I was looking for analytics yeah, yeah. or biomet um, biometrics or uh, yeah or what's the other one <laughs> algorithms yeah yeah it's like if you pick up your TV remote and the light comes on when you pick it up then it knows every time you pick it up and when you pick it up yeah and it tells it's somebody like this that guy wakes up at six in the morning and he turns it to Fox Four. Uh huh. Yeah, you're right. He's been watching this show for fifty-seven minutes and now all of a sudden he picks it up and he's starting to scan his his programming guide oh, oh, for other shows. Oh, he's going shows. for porn already. <laughs> uh, it's only nine a.m. and that bastard yeah. is already fisting it. But you know, there's so many things that already spy on us, but unobtrusively, I think it's just going to get more and more obvious. I think so too. I agree. Um, it's. I think it's going to go where, where they openly admit it. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. We keep track of everything. We have to. I was watching a preseason game earlier. How else will you know what you want if we don't keep track of you? Exactly. And then the newer generation will be like, yeah, oh, okay, thank you, thanks for doing that. How how are we going to tell you what you want if we don't keep yeah. track of you? No, I was watching a preseason game earlier that we recorded. Um there would be a replay after every single play. But before the replay, they would show a sponsor's logo. And then they'd show the replay. And then after, they'd show the sponsor's logo again and then go back to the game. Yeah. After every single play, they would do that crazy? routine. Big so ad, of those are getting replay, money. big ad. Now, see, they do that during preseason. They mm. don't do that during regular season. But... The reason they do it during preseason is to see if you'll put up with it. Yeah, it's a test run. Yeah. Yeah. And within a couple years, that'll be the norm during regular season. Oh. Every oh. time the camera cuts to something else, you'll see a sponsor's logo or a short ad first. Do you know a Because you're of, used to it. A couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about overtime and how they don't have commercials. Yeah. Uh, I overlook something they do. They have them on the screen during overtime. That's true. They have like the State Farm one that they like glitch in there real quick when they're like looking at a call or something. And that's a way to run the yeah. ad and stay on schedule, yeah, get back yeah. on schedule. Yeah, it shows like Patrick Mahomes throwing uh -huh. a ball in the air. State Farm is there, you know, or Aaron uh -huh. Rodgers doing something. Yeah. They also will, during any break in the action, they'll start pimping other shows on the network, which is advertising. Yeah. So they yeah. fill it in, and that's also a way well, to try to get back on schedule and still get the advertising. They said, like, these games, like the Monday Night Football and all that, that the local affiliates don't make any money. It's just to pimp their shows. Yeah. Everybody's watching. Go, hey, watch the new fucking Cloverleaf 101. Or that's, Chicago you know, PD. Yeah, or, or whatever. Masked yeah. Singer. Or, yeah. Yeah, the That's what half of the ads yeah. are is for other shows for yeah, you to watch. they're pimping their shows. Yeah. 
because mm-hmm. then people are watching football and going, hey, oh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, look at this show. It looks pretty good. Yeah. How do you feel about putting pineapple on pizza? Whoa. I'm against it. Me too. I do not believe there's a place in life for that. No. You have pineapple, keep it where it's supposed to be, over in the dessert list. I like that idea. Leave or, it out of my real food. Or put it in a, an exotic drink. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Or, yeah. It's yeah. Other not, than no, that, no, no, no. 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 No place for it. No. What part of a kid's movie completely scarred you? Oh. You know, I, I'm, I can think of one. Um, well, it wasn't really a kid's movie. It was a movie I saw as a kid. Um, for a kid's movie, um, I'm going to, I mean, going to include Wizard of Oz as, as a kid's movie because it was marketed that way. I I would agree. Yeah. yeah. But the flying monkeys scared the shit out of me. Oh, they scared the shit out of me. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah. Because that would be really close to what I picked. I mean, I, I you could maybe even top it with that, or at least even um, yeah. Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. the Mad Hatter. Yeah, that just freaks the shit out of me for some reason. Yeah, yeah. There was a Mad Hatter-ish character on the uh, Batman series in yes. the sixties. Yep, and that creeped me out. Yeah, there's just something about someone insane with a hat. And, you know, and of course the hats, they used to line them with mercury. Yeah. And that's where the term Mad Hatter came from, because they wore those hats, went insane. And they got heavy metal poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't know back then, they were like... Just mad as a well. hatter. Yeah, mad as a hatter. Yep. yep. But yeah, something about being a well-dressed adult, but just totally unhinged mm-hmm. is... Yeah, that was yeah, creepy as a kid. Yeah. Of course, you know, Lewis Carroll, who the guy wrote it, was tripping on LSD at the time, or whatever <laughs> yeah. LSD they had back then. <laughs> Bergamot or... <laughs> Bergamot. <laughs> the brown ones. The brown ones. Yeah. Ergot. Ergot. Yeah, that's um, it. That's why I said not Bergamot. That's a tea flavoring. Ergot is what they um, make LSD speaking from. Speaking of brown M&Ms, or, or, or brown acid, or whatever, the Woodstock brown acid. Yeah. Do you ever get a chance to watch Woodstock 99 on Netflix? Haven't yet. Oh, when you get a chance, watch it. It's yeah, I've seen it there. Uh, popped up on the list. Yeah. Um, if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Well, the obvious answer would be cats. Mm, yeah. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with crow. Crows just never seem to have anything good to say. Yeah. It's like they're always laughing at you. Yeah. Mocking you. Yeah, they, they're kind of judgy. Yeah. They're kind of like, oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, here's one of them. Did you know blue jays are, are very closely related to crows? I can believe it. They're very loud. They're yeah. noisy. They're bigger birds. They're they're like crows, but better dressed. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> what do you think about a judgy or a rude bird? I, I, I can see that. I could see crows and blue jays both being part of this yeah. little society that you're not invited to. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say aardvarks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just because they don't even make eye contact. They're just like fucking sucking ants out of the mm-hmm. ground. And they're just kind of like, man, you know, they're yeah, just like, yeah. they're like almost walking to you grabbing ants. They wouldn't They wouldn't have yeah. the time of day for a year. No, just... they're just kind of like, get out of here. I'm getting ants. Fuck you. I don't, yeah. I don't want anything to do with you. They're like snide little fuckers. I mean, they won't even look at you. They're just kind of like a, excuse me, excuse me. So I, I envision like a porcupine having a Clint Eastwood voice. He's just sidling <laughs> along going, you don't want a piece of me, punk. You know? so, I know what you're thinking. You don't want it. To tell you the truth, I forgot myself. Yeah. Was it seven quills or only six? <laughs> yeah, now's that time you ask your question. Do you feel lucky, punk? What well, do mean, you? I can see, you know, porcupines have actually have cute faces, cute pudgy <laughs> little faces. But from from about five feet, yeah, I could I could definitely hear a clean as Clint Eastwood voice coming out of a yeah. porcupine. And you know what? I gotta re-listen to that Clint Eastwood bit and find out exactly how it's said. Yeah, because it's not remember, quite the way you remember. No, it, none of it ever is. Just like Luke, I am your father. None yeah. has ever said. You know, Mandela effect. Yes, yeah, yeah, where people think, every, everybody thinks that they said one thing, but they didn't. And yeah. Because I know that the last time I watched that, uh, the Clint Eastwood movie, um, shit, I forgot the name of it now. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry, yeah. That um, he he speaks a lot more than you think he does. Yeah, yeah, he, it's like, a Because he comes speech. up and the kid's over there, and he goes, so... You know, um, he, he like kind of like goes, yeah, so, yeah, I know. You're thinking the same thing I am. Something like this. I know you're thinking the same thing I am. You know, did I hear six shots or did I hear five? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know either to tell you the truth. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's got the gun right up to him. He's like, oh, <laughs> tell me, do you feel lucky? And But it goes on a lot more and he talks more in depth. Mm-hmm. And it's more clever than I imagine it mm-hmm. too. Because he's just kind of like goading this guy, letting him know that, yeah, you're probably dead, but maybe not. Yeah. yeah. And he gives the attitude of, I really don't care either way. Yeah, it's just going to be fun to find out. Yeah, he goes, I'm going to kill you anyhow. Uh-huh. It might be this shot or it'll be the next one, but you're going to die. <laughs> so, yeah. Know. And then the short version is the one he does later in the movie with someone else. That's the one everyone remembers. Yeah. yeah. But they kind of remember parts of both. One of the best ones was Die Hard, uh, and and he told that guy, he said, if you do, if you hit me again, I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Later on, he snaps his neck. He goes, I told you I'll kill you. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, let's see, where the fuck was I? Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, toilet paper over or under? I would say over. I'm an under guy. I like it underneath for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. So. I think everything's manufactured, so you can go either way. It is. But what what decided me was if you draw a face on the roll of toilet paper, if it's going over, then the toilet paper looks like a beard. If it's going back behind and under, and you draw a face on the roll, then it looks like a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So that kind of that kind of made my mind up for me. It's like mm, beards over mullets. All right. Okay. I'm still gonna go under just because I've been an under guy my whole life. So yep. for no apparent reason. 
And you know what? The sun's still going to come up tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or or is it that the horizon will you know go what? down? You can be over and I can be under and we can still get along and laugh. Yes. Yes. That's Let that be a lesson to all of you out there. But now when it comes to decaf coffee, uh-uh. No, I, I no, budget. no. <laughs> no. Or instant. Yeah. Ugh. No. They don't deserve the name coffee. Nope. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? <laughs> oh wow! Death by a thousand pecks. Yes. Um, I'm gonna well, go first. You got to make sure the chickens are in pecking mode. I mean, well, well yeah. if they all run away and then the elephant's pissed off, thinking you tried to kill them and they yeah, stomp you to death. True. Well, I'm, you'd have I'm to gonna... like take like a board and like smack the chickens around repeatedly, got them nice and mad, and then throw the chickens on the elephant. Yeah, or show show them some uh, Colonel Sanders buckets. Oh yeah! Tell them, yeah, there we go. tell them to you know perform or maybe or, come dinner. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna presume a swarming type attack, and I'm gonna go with about 450 chickens. <laughs> I think the elephant could could mash quite a few, but with 450, I think they could wear the elephant down and and take him out. God, it would be a mess. I'm going to say, if they're very angry, 80. 80? Hmm. 80. Maybe I'm underestimating the chickens. You could be. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my take. Yeah. That's just what I thought, just dreamed up in my head. Yeah. 450 is 450 is a lot of chickens now that I think Well, I mean, it, you want to make sure the damn thing's dead. Wasn't my yeah. 80 almost done it and didn't, and then the elephant fucking kills me? Yeah. Well, then, you know, then, you know what, mm -hmm. you're overdoing it. It looks pretty smart, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Again, elephant's pretty damn big. Got a lot of energy reserves. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, well, I, should, maybe I should go eat at least into the hundreds. Yeah, I kind of feel like we're the price is right kind of thing, where I'm bidding, you know, $450 and you're bidding $1 because you think I'm over. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> How many chickens are you bidding? <laughs> I can kill that elephant in 80 chickens. <laughs> oh, yeah? I'm going to go 60 chickens. <laughs> kill that elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> how many chickens does it kill to, to kill an elephant? <laughs> Everybody's over. <laughs> Then they'll have they'll have the betting line, and then they'll reenact it and show you. And I got one. All right. What's the most imaginative insult you can come up with? This takes some work. Ooh, imaginative insult. Well, let's see. The one I kind of like is, if he was on fire, I wouldn't cross the street to piss on him. I like that one. Yeah. That kind of took the place of he couldn't find his ass with both hands and a hunting dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I think most imaginative insult, I would have to go back several generations just to make it very imaginative and odd. Yeah. And this is the way I look at imaginative is, is I would like 
use words like scoundrel. Yeah, I guess I was going for try maybe clever, whereas you're saying imagine. Well, either one works really yeah. by the way it's written. I mean, yeah, I say well, you're nothing but a low bit, low brow scandal, scam, uh, scoundrel. You know, just yeah, and just like I like that better. Yeah. That's why you no good, low brow scoundrel. Oh, reprobate! Reprobate. That was a good. That's word. a great one. Yes, you're a reprobate. Low brow, no good scoundrel <laughs> with uh, with questionable morals. Yes. Yeah, I think we hit it right on the nose. Yeah. Well, I like you that. have questionable mor- morals. Yes. Ah no! Hootie <laughs> <laughs> said to me, he said, "You have questionable morals." <laughs> okay, let's see. What used to be considered trashy, but now is very classy? I've got an obvious answer. Yeah, I think my obvious answer would be tattoos. Same here. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead over that. Um, um, piercings. Uh, you see a lot of people with uh, a lot of men with double pierce, double earlobe piercings. Mm-hmm. Um, women with multiple uh, rings up the ear, men with the you know, gauges, the big you know open circular donut kind of things. Um, belly button piercings have gotten pretty common, and so okay, yeah, I'm gonna say piercings. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to say mullets. Okay. Mullets have suddenly became like a... Nah, not really. Kind of like a hipster thing to do? Yeah, but that's not you classy. You do it ironic? It's not classy. Yeah, not classy. It's not classy. That's more of a fad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say gonna like go with a, yours, piercings, because yeah. the tattoo was the obvious answer, but I don't want to go with that either because it's the obvious answer. Yeah. So I'm going to say piercings. Uh, and I, I was I was also thinking uh, porn, but that's not considered classy. It's just accepted. It's just accepted. Yeah. yeah. Same yep. like divorce used to consider trashy, but now it's it's accepted rather than you know classy. But piercing and and tattoos have been elevated to classy. In fact, the the tattooed chef has become such a thing that people are getting tattooed to become a chef. Uh, I think there was a show about tattooing chefs specifically oh wow yeah one of those um, dubious reality shows on something that used to be a learning channel (laughs) it was you know tattooing the next uh, TV chef or kind of thing it's like why does it have to be a TV chef but I guess it's it's that's the thing is if your chef isn't all tatted up then you're not getting the good food what a stupid way to pick a chef. No, it is. That's, that's so gimmicky. I mean, if you oh. like tattoos, fine, but I'm not picking a, a chef based on his tats. I'm not picking a, a, um, a music to listen to based on the brand of shoes that the drummer wears. It's just, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So. Um, that's just a gimmick there. That has no bearing on nothing. Yeah. If someone just wanted to do that to 
get people to, uh, hey, look at this, you know. It's an effort to cash in any possible way. Yeah. And they, they try the more obvious ones first, the easy, mm-hmm. the low-hanging fruit. And when you come up with an idea of a tattooing show about the next TV chef, that to me is kind of in the jumping the shark territory. I would agree. So, you know, that's the kind of show where it lasts That was dangerously close from the start, from the get-go, so. It lasts like three episodes, and then it disappears to be replaced by something else that, you know, maybe they're just grooming somebody, getting somebody some experience with a little starter show like that. I think some of that that. is, and then they bring them back in a better role somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Um, This is Two Douchebags and a Microphone, and we're getting ready to switch subjects. All right. I want to speak to you about the chicken sandwich. Um, it's become like a, uh, what would you call it? Not an epidemic, but it's like, a, oops. Um, it became like, I don't know, just like so popular overnight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this chicken sandwich, I think it started with Popeye's. But then Chick-fil-A yeah. said, well, we had a chicken sandwich all along, and ours is better. So, yeah. uh, hey. Sammy, Sammy woke Sammy. up. Yep. I, I think I probably did that, hitting that accidentally. The, the, <laughs> so, um, okay, so uh, this chicken sandwich uh, fucking hoopla deal, we're like, it's such a big deal for everyone to have a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Okay, number one, I'd like to know his origins. I mean, okay, I think Popeye's was the one that came out when everybody was all in love with it. Oh, that's so good. And then they kept running out of them, remember? Yeah. And it was like a big deal. Hey, my Popeye said they have 10 left. Then it'd be on Facebook and everybody run down there and grab the last 10. Yeah. And, and they did it on purpose. They kept running out right, of them. Right, You know, just to cause this big, uh, this big to-do about it. And mm-hmm. everyone would run down there and try to get them. If not, then they ended up getting a couple of drumsticks and some livers or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, um... It was bait and switch, but yes. they got away with it for a while. So then everybody, everybody and their fucking brother came up with a chicken sandwich, except McDonald's didn't really do it until now. There's a new chicken Big Mac. Oh, wow. Yeah, the original Big Mac is over 50 years old. It continues to be one of the chain's most popular menu items. However, I think a Big Mac doesn't have taste. No, the quarter pounder's a decent sandwich still. Yeah. But the Big Mac to me just doesn't have taste. Yeah, there's 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 more bread in it. Yeah, it's not that good. I yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. You I'm you taste a lot of condiments. Yeah, you one. do. Yeah. yeah, and not so much what it should taste like. Yeah. However, with rising prices, ingredient shortages, and customers and that want more variety, McDonald's has been experimenting with its classic burger. The new Big Mac features two crispy tempura battered chicken patties along with a much-loved special sauce, lettuce, American cheese, and pickles with a side of classic McDonald's fries. So, the chicken Big Mac debuted in UK earlier this year and sold out 10 days after its release. The smashing success means that McDee's is starting to look at other markets for the new item and they're currently eyeing the U.S. for a trial. Interesting. Yeah, the Chicken Big Mac is coming to certain McDonald's outlets in Miami, Florida later in August. And if you're lucky enough to live around there, you can be one of the first to try it. If not, keep your fingers crossed that sandwich makes its way to other states. 
According to USA Today, McDonald's will use this test to gather feedback from customers and restaurants to see if a nationwide release is on the table. Until then, you can always try the do-it-yourself in this new offering. Order two McChickens, replace your Big Mac patties with chicken patties, and you'll have a pretty close approximation. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, a, I think that's a good choice to use the uh, tempura batter because it's going to make it very light and very crispy. Yes. Whereas a traditional breading, I agree, would. I mean, it would be great if you get it like eat it right right away. But if it spends like five minutes wrapped up under heat lamp, it's going to get soggy see, as I hell. I could have easily edited out the tempura batter. Yeah. I could have edited that whole thing out and actually made the article sound a little better. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because of that. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's very important that that is going to keep it to the same degree of probably the Popeyes. Yeah. And so this is why I think this is aimed at that market. Mm-hmm. They don't want to come out and go, hey, we're putting our hats in it because they've always been innovators. I don't think that you're, you're, you went right into what I want to talk about here. Okay, McDonald's has always been innovators. They've never been on Johnny Come Ladies, you know. They never yeah. did, like, say, hey, we're going to start making a sub sandwich. Never did that. Yeah. Because they do what they do, they do it very well, and they have their market. So what they did is, like, well, we're going to come out with the Chicken Big Mac. We're not copying you guys. You guys, you got something completely different. Ours is a Big Mac made out of chicken for the chicken lovers that don't want to eat beef. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. They're coming out with their version of the chicken sandwich without actually fessing up to it. Yeah. So, it gives them a little cushion when the supply chain shortages for beef that's get a little another tight. Thing too. They yep. can kind of push the chicken ones. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting point. Once again, we reached the end of another broadcast. See you later, motherfucker. Yeah. See you later, motherfucker, yeah.